It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Thursday, January 7th, and we are getting you ready for some football. Of course, plenty of content in this podcast feed. You can go check out the Brady Quinn Football Show. We discuss uh, lots of things about the playoffs with a former NFL quarterback and probably talk about things that get thrown on the Bills field once they have fans back there. Tomorrow, our playoff best bets coming up. But for now, bold predictions for the wild card round and the entire postseason. By the way, if you like the content, leave a five-star review and tell us Oh, a pick six New Year's resolution. I like that idea, Debo. What should we resolve to do? I got, by the way, I got a, a DM from somebody that said, shout out to Wilson for being the only guy to bother upholding the integrity of professional football by blasting the Eagles for their stuff on Sunday. What about this, Debo? Wilson to be your voice of reason. Shut up, Breach. What about this, Debo? Miles Sanders came out today and said that he was very troubled by Jalen Hurts being on the bench. It sounded like, according to reports, Jalen Hurts was troubled that Jalen Hurts was on the bench, even though he knew that Sudfield might get to play. But the the thinking was that the doors would have been blown off by the time that Sudfield saw the field. Miles Sanders did not play in that game. (laughs) <laughs> he did not play because they wanted to keep him healthy. That's the very epitome of everything. We already discussed this with Brady. What about, we discussed what it about defensive players wanting to beat up Doug Peterson? They're not going to be on the team next year. That seems like a problem. If, they, if the players want to beat up the coach, it seems like a problem. I, I do. I do think the one. And by the way, shout, uh, you know, credit to my buddy Zeke who said that this is going to be a story for longer than just one day. I think he turned out he was right. Uh, it's sort of fading away at this point, but yeah, but you knew it was going to be a big thing Monday and Tuesday. Um, I, I will say that I think if Doug Peterson lost the trust of it, more than a handful of players, then he has a problem on his hands and he made a mistake, but I, I don't, I don't, I'm not here for the integrity of the league and the integrity of the game. You know, even Ron Rivera said it was fine. What did he have the game? You gonna argue with Ron yeah, Rivera, the coach game? of the year, Ron uh, Rivera? You made a decision, a single decision in one game that not only pissed off uh half your team, but you alienated both your quarterbacks. Because now Jalen Hurts is like, what the hell is going on, man? And Carson Wentz, who may or may not even want to be on the team anymore, is probably like, well, Doug's throwing everyone under the bus, not just me. It's Jalen Hurts. What do you even do? Who's your quarterback next year? Nate Sudfeld? Yeah. Now Carson Wentz has said he, uh, it was leaked to the Associated Press, a reputable organization, of course, that uh, he is has not made a decision on how, on how he wants his future to proceed. He's going to take some time and figure it out. Carson That's Wentz fine. is on my – I, I don't even know if I can say the word. I mean, like, this I'm out on Carson Wentz. He's fine. Look, he declined, quote-unquote, to talk to the media. I don't care. Good for him. He doesn't have to talk to the media. You know what they're going to ask? He's going to get upset. He doesn't want to be there. And his, his people are going to say that he does. He's figuring out. Who cares? Why is he upset? Are you guys saying he's a baby? I mean, aren't at the end of the I day. I think he's sort of a baby. 
You could so say that about Tom like, Brady. Tom Brady cried at a documentary 20 years later because he was drafted six. Yeah, but Tom was, Brady's a baby with six Super Bowl rings. That's a huge difference. But he's still a baby. That's the question. Yeah, all right, all right, let's move on. Enough Eagles talk. The only you know baby. The Eagles, the Eagles only playoffs. This is the playoff chatter. We are two days away <laughs> from three playoff games happening. Uh, the only non baby is Ryan Finley. <laughs> Weird. Uh, How about we baby will have Finley on your tattoo? A yeah. Twitch stream uh, previewing the games on Sunday, on Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if they changed the account yet, Debo. It is, it will now be the CBS Sports HQ Twitch account. We will be live from 12 Eastern on Saturday and Sunday up to the kickoff of the first games. And then we'll also have some action during the fourth quarter because the Ryan Finley bet went so well. We're going to be live during Saturday and Sunday's fourth quarters of the late games. So go to twitch.tv slash CBS Sports HQ. I assume. Try, try that out. We'll definitely Put it all over at Pick Six Pod, all over all of our accounts as well. We will we download the Twitch app on your phone or your smart TV, or if you want to use your computer, whatever. You can watch us pregame. Is it going to be the three of us pregaming it? Am I crazy? No, we're going to have a oh. whole crew pregame. Oh, cool! Exciting. Wait, and then heavy, just me and Brenton by ourselves postgame. Heavy gambling pregame, and then we'll have uh, we'll mix in some some fun guests um, live as well. I like Pete Briscoe was like, are you being, are you all being used Saturday and Sunday? I was like, I got my own show on Twitch. They're trying to, you know, really crank it up, move away from the stodgy, stodgy old a re- content. A request. Does Briscoe even know what Twitch is? No. A request okay. was put into Pete Briscoe. He, uh, politely or not so politely declined. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes. He declined to be on Twitch? Oh, he, he, he declines a lot these days. Wow. I want to, big, I, I, big I, time, I, you. I text that. Uh, he's, he's just, I gotta text that thread and say, Pete, the office is buzzing about Pete declining opportunities to do things. Um, all right, let's get to it. Bold predictions for the NFL playoffs. And we're going to start with the NFC where we will give our bold predictions <laughs> and then we will each grade the other's bold predictions as has become tradition on this podcast. And, um, breach, we'll start with you. Actually, you know what? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll start with Breach. Let me just say before Breach goes, this is pretty hard just because the seeding and how we like these teams, but as that is the caveat, go ahead, Breach. Well, and and th- this is our bold prediction for the wild card round, not for the whole thing. Oh, right. Okay. I was, I was just clarifying. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I agree with you. I think it's it's really, really hard to come up with a, an NFC bold prediction because you have to pick up for the wild card round. You have yep. to pick, uh, basically An you have three games. <laughs> it's either got to be Washington over Tampa, uh, Chicago over, you know, New Orleans or John Walford over, over the Seahawks. And just so we're clear, I hope everyone read the email that only I responded to with the prediction. So breach, you don't steal mine ahead of time. My God. We can't have the same prediction. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. I got to change all my predictions. Ryan, you are notorious for stealing my predictions. I know. Go ahead. I won't call you out now, but I will. Because I already know you stole one. All right. My <laughs> NFC wild card, and we're grading each other. Are we waiting until all of us give our prediction, then grading, yeah. or grading as we go? We'll wait. Okay. My I NFC. Know, I, think we it. I think we grade it after, after each one. Okay. All right. My ready. NFC wild card bold prediction is that the Chicago Bears go into New Orleans and beat 
the Saints, and Mitchell Trubisky dances off the field to the French Quarter as he ends Drew Brees' career because Brees is going to retire after this loss. Uh, the Bears are the biggest underdog of the wild card weekend. I think it is at 10 points right now. Mm. One thing I will say right here is that these two teams played back in Week 8 when Nick Foles was the quarterback. Uh, he could not protect himself, got sacked five times. <laughs> Threw an interception, and despite that, the game still went to overtime because the Bears' defense played so well. They will be ready for the Saints' offense. Plus, we have Michael Thomas. He has missed a month. If he plays this week, he'll be rusty. Alvin Kamara, if he plays this week, he's on the COVID list right now. He will not be eligible until Sunday morning, which means he will miss all game planning, all practice. Uh, he'll just be tossed on the field Sunday. Well, Bridge, first thing I'm going to say. Bridge, you don't have a man bun, do you? No. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 I was like, I thought you had like, well, like a little ponytail back there. I was like, it looks kind of cool, actually. Uh, yeah, no man, that would, that would explain why it's squeezing his brains. He's saying crazy things like, uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is retiring next year, no matter what. So they can win the Super Bowl. He's retiring. He could lose to Mr. Brisky. If you, I thought you were going to say the Bears are going to cover, and I would have given that an A plus because I think that's going to happen. <laughs> the Bears are going to win is a D minus. What? It, this is bold. Well, I, I can't. I've learned a lesson. I can't deal in absolutes. I can't say they're absolutely going to lose that game because they could win the game. They could trade for Ryan Finley. He could throw for 89 yards. They could win that game. But yeah. I don't think they're going to win that game. I, I think I think it'll be closer than maybe people think. And I think you, you pointed out to the overtime game. But I don't th- – this seems like the longest shot, maybe even longer than the John Wal- Wofford shot. All right. I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to give you a B plus. What? Yes. And here's why. Uh, I was – I would give you an A, except I think – you looked at the slate and you couldn't find anything really good to make a bold prediction on. Wilson had already picked a certain bold prediction that we'll get to in a second. And b- before I could write anything in, you jumped on the, the other obvious one. Now, is that true? I, I would like to call a timeout. That is not true. Actually, the headline in my picks piece that was published Tuesday morning, I am putting my money where my mouth is. I predicted this in the real world. This isn't just a podcast bowl prediction. This is, I've already been attacked by Saints fans in the past 12 hours. It's getting out of hand. I was dunk, me dunking on myself. Um, and I have like 20 way, new Bears followers on Twitter. Say, so more, hi guys, more, if you're also listening. One more thing. Uh, Brenton said he didn't have time to respond. I just checked. I emailed that back to Devo 17 hours ago. <laughs> Um, no, no, I, I meant, I, anyway, long story. I thought I'd probably, uh, I've been thinking about mine. I've got mine in the bag. So I don't think this is that crazy. You mentioned the Kamara thing. Michael Thomas is banged up. Breeze has a bunch of broken ribs. Now, I mean, now, Bears, do, the, now do the, the Bears offense. Yeah. I mean, Andy Montgomery, <laughs> Allen Robinson, Mitchell Trubisky, who actually looked good in his only playoff appearance and he lost because the kicker double doinked it. Dave Montgomery's like the fourth leading rusher in the NFL this year. The Saints defense is really good. That's the, that's the only concern here. I think this is a stone cold under game. Um, and I, and I, you know, we've seen, so before the last Saints playoff appearance, they had this long streak of covering at home. I guess it was before that Eagles game at home, right? Um, that was their first round matchup and they had this long streak of covering at home. They had this long streak of the overhitting when they were at home, but they're not this, explosive offense the way that they were. Now, if they get rolling, they can be really good. And I think the Saints are a very complete team. And I think the Saints are being overlooked in the NFC playoff picture because people are so um, enchanted with Aaron Rodgers and looking at Tom Brady, who's been white hot the last few weeks. Drew Brees has been banged up. 
I mean, betting against Sean Payton is a crazy idea, but I do agree with you. I think I like the Bears against the spread, and I think there's a chance that this becomes such a defensive slugfest and that the Bears sort of have a similar formula to what we saw from the Vikings last year, where you can go into New Orleans, like just you got to have an all-out incredible game from your pass rushers, but you get pressure on Drew Brees like that. You get them sort of stumbling out of the gates a little bit. Kamara might not play. Thomas is hurt. There's a formula where this turns into a really close game and something weird happens and the, and the Saints lose another heartbreaker at home. Yeah, and that is the key. They, they've lost a bunch. The Heartbreakers, they are famous. They lost that overtime game in the wild card round last season. As Brenton mentioned, the Vikings, they were favored by seven and a half. They lost the, the pass interference game. That was a heartbreaker. Obviously not in the wild card round. That was against the Rams, the NFC title game. And then they lost on the Minneapolis Miracle. And let's not forget Sean Payton, Drew Brees, uh, one of the very few teams that lost to a sub 500 team in the postseason. They were 10 point favorite against the Seahawks in 2010 and Beastquake went Beastquake and won that game. So it's not, like, impossible. So it is. they beat the Eagles on the road in 2013 before losing to the Seahawks uh, on the road. So uh, just looking at their home games, they had this long history of just dominating it in home games, dating back to 2009, and then they slaughtered the Lions in 2011. Um, but since then, every single one of their playoff games, and we're talking seven of them, have been one score or less. That's why I like the Bears to cover. That I like. But I mean, I'm just saying, if you're playing a one score game, anyone can win. A good defense and a a quarterback that we don't respect and we don't think that they should sign to a lot. Well, we wanted to because we wanted to fail. But like, you're playing with fire. If you, if you, if you're, if you're playing a close game against a good defense like that, where the ball bounce is funny, you get a bad call from the refs again in a home playoff game. There are no fans there or not many fans there. So I mean, it's not going to have that crazy New Orleans atmosphere. All right. I'll give it a C minus. I changed my, you, you, you've convinced me with your argument, but I I can't wait to hear your bold prediction. If right, you were you know giving what? a 10-point underdog winning a game a C minus, Wilson, I hope ha- you. I hope you're about to tell me Alex Smith is going to throw for 700 yards because that's the only thing more bold I mean, than a 10-point well, underdog winner. You can't just take the craziest spread and say I'm going to pick the team that sucks to I win. I just told you I put my money where my it's my actual pick in the game. This is you're not just putting a bold any prediction. money on it. Are you putting any money on it? I'll no. put money on it. I'll, Post I'll, the I'll, slips. Five dollars on the Bears. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll parlay it with uh, one of Ryan's bowl predictions that I also have. So my bowl Woo! prediction is that Alex Smith throws for seven hundred yards. <laughs> Jokes on you, Breach. It's going to be Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke, according to Ron Rivera. They both may play. Uh, I, what I'm going to say is that maybe Alex Smith is one hundred percent. What is the bowl prediction? The bowl prediction is that the football team's going to find a way to win that football game against the Bucks at home in Landover, Maryland. Um. Prince George's County shout out. And here we talked about it a little bit on the last the last podcast. Um the last and maybe the only complete game the Bucks have played against the Lions with David Blau playing the entire game except one series. The defense is good on paper, they're young, fast, physical, all that, but they play to play, they have lapses. I don't know what the status is for uh Mike Evans. I, I know they said there was no structural damage, but I don't know if that means his knee's gonna be okay after hyperextending it and, and ready to play. I'm sure he'll try. Antonio Brown's playing well. We know that the running game has fits and starts been okay. And, and Tom Brady seems a little more comfortable in, in Bruce Arians offense in terms of throwing the ball down the field. But if you take some hits and they have five, literally five first round picks on the defensive line, <laughs> five of which are legit game wreckers, starting with Chase Young and Montez Sweat and bringing Ryan Kerrigan, they have the two uh, interior defensive line from Alabama. I think again, it could be close. I'm not sure what the spread is. I don't know if you remember. It's, it's eight points. Okay. Uh, it's up to, up to nine, I think. Wow. 
Yeah. So I, I think if um, Alex Smith can dink his, dink and dunk his way down the field, Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin's playing, Antonio Gibson will be out there. Uh, the Sims has played okay. J, uh, J.D. McKissick has flashed at times. You do 15 play drives, four yards at a time, don't make mistakes, and keep uh, keep Tom Brady off the field, I think there's a chance. I would um... – oh, do you want to grade it first or you want me to, Breach? What What did Ryan grade me? I gave you C-. minus. I, I, I gave I, you gave one you tier D plus, below man. that then. Yeah, D-plus also. Oh, he D-plus too. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm going to give you a B-minus, and here's why. Uh, we know why Breach gave you a D-plus because you gave him a D-plus. Yeah. No, I, I won. Uh, he picked an eight point hundred all the way, and I pick a ten point hundred all the way. So as he gets minus C minus, his grade has to be worse. It's just, I'm using his logic against him. No, Breach just looks at numbers and says, "Oh, what's the widest point spread? I'll take the other team, even if it makes zero sense." Go ahead, Brinson. Well, uh, the reason I give you a B minus is I do think Breach is a little bit more bold. I think people would be more surprised by Chicago winning than Washington, and that's fine. Now, I also give you a B minus because look, you're punctual. You are, uh, you're ahead of the curve when it comes to responding to work correspondence. And as such, you got the most obvious upset in the, the NFC side of the bracket, I think. Um, we talked about it. If you look at the teams that the, that the Buccaneers have lost to this year, the Saints twice, the Rams, the Bears, I think that's it, right? They just lost four games. They lost five. Who was the other one? Chiefs. The Chiefs. Thank you. I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, they lost five games. All five of those teams. You can say the Chiefs don't have a great defense. That's fine. But the Chiefs have Chris Jones and he wrecks the interior. The, the, you know, Frank the, Clark. The Rams have Aaron Donald. Well, you know what else those five teams have in common? They are all in the playoffs. Buccaneers one in five against teams that are in the playoffs. Who, who's the team that they beat? Uh, the, uh, the Lions. Just... <laughs> no, is it oh, no, the, they uh, smoked, the Packers? The Packers. The Packers. Yeah, they smoked yeah, the, the Packers. Packers. Yeah, obviously. But, and, and what, what do the Packers not do? They don't, they don't pressure you up the middle. They have good edge rushers, but they can't pressure you up the middle. You need to be able to rush four against Tom Brady without blitzing and generate pressure up the middle to get him off his spot. I know that that's something people have said for the last 20 years, but it, and it remains true for any quarterback, but it remains really true and really important for Tom Brady. It doesn't remain true for Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson. Sure, that's fair. A little different, but I will say the one thing Brady has the advantage here they didn't have with the Patriots. Is he has good enough receivers? They just throw short little wide receiver screens to, to kind of negate. But he hasn't done that consistently this no. year, which has been no, so that's maddening. True. That's absolutely true. But you know, maybe uh, Bruce Arians will be like, "All right, maybe let's rip up part of my playbook because we can't go deep this whole game. Otherwise, Brady's going to get eaten alive." They have seemed really obstinate and stubborn when it comes to yeah. game planning, which is crazy. Opponents like the one thing that Bill Belichick is known for better than anything else is changing your game plan week to week to accommodate or to attack your opponent's weaknesses and accommodate your own weaknesses. And we have seen games with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady where they've run the ball 40 times. Sure. Under no circumstances, there could be 51 running backs on the roster and Tom Brady, and he ain't running the ball 40 times. And well, Bruce Aarons would never call 40 runs. He would say, I know we have a bunch of running backs, so let's still throw it 40 times right. and give each half those guys one carry. So I think the two biggest in, the two biggest injury situations to uh, watch for the Buccaneers, one that is we're not even watching it because it's it's already here. It's just happened. Devin White's out. I mean that is right. a That's huge sick. injury. Actually, there's three big ones. Um, Devin White is already out. He is not going to play in this game. That is a that's a big deal. 
I mean, he's, he's a side to side, like a sideline to sideline linebacker who does everything. He rushes the passer. He's great in coverage. He does everything. And so if losing him makes a huge difference, I think, in terms of what you can do over the middle with the passing attack. Again, we don't know if Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich will get their heads out of their butts and be less stubborn and run these underneath routes with their guys. But if they do, I think they have a much better chance of winning this game. Um, the next one, actually, it's not even this one also doesn't really matter because it is, uh, it's, he's not even on the injury report. It's Ali Marpet, the, uh, for, shout out Hobart, uh, the interior, uh, offensive lineman. He, they struggled a lot when he was missing. And against Washington, you were going to need him in there. He played uh, in, in week 17 and was, I think it was him and Ryan Jensen were putting it on Gerald, or not Joe McCoy, um, Grady Jarrett. And uh, then the third one, of course, and somehow he's not on the injury report. Mike, oh, that's week 17. Never mind. Uh, Mike Evans, who came up limp against the Falcons in week 17 on bad turf. They won't have to, well, they will have to worry about it because they're playing in Washington, but. Evans out there makes a big difference. I mean, if you have Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown, and you create a good game plan, it's tough to stop the Buccaneers. Let me ask you this. Rachel Brinson, feel free to answer. If you're the Bucks, do you sign Dwayne Haskins to get an insight into Washington's offense? <laughs> you think Dwayne Haskins knows anything about Washington's offense? I know. Exactly. I think that was that's, the joke, right? That's a question you hear. No, I know. That, that was the joke. Like you would hear those questions like, oh, Clearly, Bill Belichick signing this person because he wants to find out. No one's signing Dwayne Haskins for yeah. anything. They're like, hey, uh, Dwayne, can you tell us anything? Oh, no, all right, we got nothing. Okay, great, fantastic. Did you um, pay attention in a single meeting? And he'd be like, actually, no. The only thing that concerns me is maybe Washington's a little too trendy. Of an there are people picking him? Breach did, right? Oh, you did too, Breach? I, I, no, I did not. I thought you just said you you combined your, your bold prediction with Ryan's bold prediction. Um, that's another bold prediction he has that I'm combining it with. Oh, okay. Uh, I was trying to, and I was trying to look at real quick. I, I had this and I lost it, but it was, uh, Princeton, get to your bold prediction. Okay. I'll get to my bold prediction. My bold prediction is that John Walford of the Los Angeles Rams will be the leading NFC rusher for the entire weekend. That's a good one. He was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 200 yards and rush for 50 yards in his debut. So he can run around a little bit. He also threw a pick six on his first pass. I think a lot of quarterbacks have probably done that in their debut. But, uh, yeah, I like that. Wait, player or quarterback? Player. I like that. Now, that's an A-plus breach. That's how you do it. You don't just find the biggest point spread and take the underdog. <laughs> what, you find a guy that just made NFL history and jump on his bandwagon? Is that what you're yes. saying, Ryan? I'm just kidding. I give this an absolute A. And you know what? Part of the reason to give it A is because there's a chance he doesn't even play. Jared Goff could start in this game. I don't think Goff will start in this game. I think it'll be Wolford out there. They didn't say that. Hey, no, by, by, the way, by the way, I found the stat that I was looking for. Pat Thorman of Established a Run, awesome dude, uh, said that over the last six weeks, Tom Brady leads the league in deep ball attempts, completions, yards, TDs, and is top five in deep ball adjusted completion percentage and passer rating. During that same span, the Bucks lead in 20-plus yard plays and completions per game, while Washington has allowed the fewest of both in the NFL. You know what's funny is that the reason this isn't that crazy is because, for instance, you said the leading NFC rusher, right? Correct. It's not – like, again, Kamara's coming off inactivity. He's not going to show up till Sunday morning. David Montgomery's going up against this great Saints defense. I mean, I would say that the best choice if you take Wolford out of the equation is probably Antonio Gibson. Or Russell Wilson. Or Russell Wilson. I mean, so, the Bucks have been great against the run. Yeah, that, that's what I was think, looking at. 
And he's not going to want to throw the ball because that's the last thing you want a guy starting his first playoff game to do, start making dumb passes that get intercepted. So what do you do? You just say, hey, man, you just run, look for a guy, and if your first three's not there, just take off. That's what hey, I would tell him. Using that logic breach, your bold prediction should have been Mitch Trubisky re- leads all rushers. And they win. I'll combine them. That's fine. Well, then, again, back to F. Um, I, I do like you hate the Bears. Why do Bears fans send you hate mail, Ryan? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's out there or not, but um, a John Wolford – It'll probably settle in at like, I don't know, thirty-five yards for his over, for his props on his over. That'll be a tough one to that'll be a tough one to, to peg down if you're Vegas, just because you got one game to go on. Exactly. Okay, let me just ask you guys this: If Walford leads the Rams to the Super Bowl, I know it's far. We're gonna tattoo. No, it, do you? What do you do if you're the Jared Goff? Who's who's the starter in Week One next year? I mean, it's all right, Jared. We're talking about the Super Bowl, Wilson, not just one game. If you go all the way to the Super Bowl win or just to the Super Bowl? To the Super Bowl. That's three games. You win a wild card, a divisional, and a... It's Jared Goff. John Walford can't throw the... He, he has Drew Brees' arm as a 23-year-old, however old he is. I don't think you're going to win long-term with that. Anyone you Super Bowl, you, you give him a, a nice parting gift and you, you get on with it. That's like saying Nick Mullins wins the Super Bowl. Is he going to be the starter next year, even though Jimmy Jimmy G and Jared Goff... I think Goff is probably better than Jimmy G. I don't like, know. Exactly. <laughs> If you can win the Super Bowl with John Walford, you figure you get out from under Jared Goff's contract as fast as you can. You just start letting Sean McVay draft quarterbacks. That's, yeah. I think that, now that's a conversation. You don't just say, all right, John Walford, go out there and, and win one game next year just because you won a Super Bowl. You win a Super Bowl, you're having a discussion. I mean, the, the, the Eagles went back to Carson Wentz and look where it's gotten them. Oh, all right. Coming up after the break. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> coming up after the break, we'll do the AFC Bowl predictions. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Okay, so I think I broke too early. That's all right. AFC bowl predictions breach. I have no idea which direction you're going to go with this. That is because I didn't fill in the prediction sheet um, because Ryan stole my prediction. I won't mention it, though, even though we all know what I would predict because I predicted it last year. And it's not even that bowl. And it it, came true. Oh, so you're already grading your own prediction by saying it's not that bold. That makes me feel better. I'm trying to butter you up. Go ahead. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, this I, is dirty. This is dirty, Ryan. This is like breaches, like thing. Uh, well, I had to do something else. So here's what I did. 
Uh, my prediction is that every home team, every AFC home team is going to cover the spread. That Ooh. has only happened once in the past seven years where every home team in the AFC covered. And so I'm going to say that's what happens. All right. What are the spreads? Titans are favored. I mean, Titans are getting plus three and a half still or something like that. That's what Titans are getting plus three right now. Minus five is what you last saw for Steelers over Browns. Close. All right. oh, well, let me ask you this. What, what is Steelers, uh, Browns? So Steelers is, Steelers are favored by six right now at William Hill. That's it. That is it. How can it move one point with Joel Batonio and Kevin Stefanski? It's an all pro offensive lineman and the head coach. Kevin Stefanski will not be around the team and will not be at the game. I can't, it needs to be like 10. And to add to Brenton's point, sorry, Wilson, real quick, four teams have had to deal with major uh, COVID outages this year. The Broncos, no quarterbacks, Ravens, no running backs, Lions, no coaches, Browns, no receivers. Those teams went 0-4 and, and got outscored 120-40. to 40. All yeah. I will say is this. Freddie Kitchens never got COVID. Uh, what What's the Colts-Bill spread? Six and a half. Uh, Bills are favored. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that. I think the toughest one, uh, not surprisingly for me, is the Steelers covering, even though no one's going to play. I will say this. I, I was at first worried that Baker Mayfield might have COVID and wouldn't play. I want him to play. I don't want to see Case Keenum out there. Oh. No, Case Keenum could throw for 400 yards. So he's one of those guys that just you bring off the shelf and he goes crazy on you. And uh, I think Baker is a requires a little more handling in terms of running game and all that. But it does suck that the, the guy's got COVID. All right, um, you want a great breaches ball prediction? I gave it an A. Plus 550 if you parlay my bold prediction. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, you're taking one dog. Titans to cover. You're taking one dog and two um... favorites. Great it. Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead, Ryan. I'm looking for something real quick. All right. He gave you a C. That's what he's trying to tell you, Breach. My bold prediction. Ryan gave me an A. I just want everybody to know that in case they yeah, didn't hear it. Because I'm not Thanks, vindictive. Ryan. My bold prediction, which I stole from Breach's grasp. <laughs> like he owns this. Titans beat the Ravens for the third straight time. Henry runs wild in parentheses again. This isn't that bold because I think the Titans, I don't know why the Titans aren't favored. Do we know why they're not favored? Uh, apparently because the Ravens have run for like 2,000 yards over the past five weeks. And we talk about those five games all against terrible teams except the Browns. They won the Browns game. That was with the Cowboys, the Jaguars, the Bengals, and one other terrible team they beat. The Giants. The Giants off the top of my head. So, uh, By the way, on the Browns and Steelers game, and this also applies to the Rams and Seahawks game. Since 2002, 59 quarterbacks have made their playoff debuts. 12 faced each other. Take out, take them out. Yeah. Of the remaining 47 quarterbacks who made their playoff debuts, they are 15 and 32 straight up, 13, 33 and one against the spread. Is that in regards to John Wofford and Baker Mayfield? Oh, Baker, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's I mean, you're asking question. Baker to go out there first time without Kevin Stefanski running the offense and to win the game. And Would to you? add to that, I think the number is nine and 30. Uh, if it's just the wild card round, because some people made their debut in the divisional round, so it's even worse in the wild card round. Let's just say Kevin Stefanski was able to coach. He didn't have COVID, and but you knew one of your best players was out. You didn't know who for Kevin Stefanski. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield out or Nick Chubb out? Um, Baker, Baker, right? Case I mean, Keenum and Nick Chubb. I mean, that's not terrible. I don't, I don't know. I might say Chubb if only because you still have Kareem Hunt. But Nick Chubb is a special running back. Don't get me wrong. And Baker, you know, when the lights are bright and he's down early, we talk about it all the time. I don't hate Baker, but it's reality. Like, he's just a young quarterback that's not there yet. I feel like Case Keenum might struggle. Did he get slaughtered in the playoff by Alabama? I think he did. Who? Baker. 
Oh, I don't know. I can't remember that far back. But that, I mean, that's that doesn't matter to me. Um, just ask them to do a lot under those situations. In that circumstance, could be tough. All right. What's your bowl uh, prediction? Uh, my grade for Breach's bowl prediction is a. Um, uh, I'm gonna give another B plus. A D plus for B plus. Oh my goodness! Look at this guy. Worried. Well, no, and and I, I would go A, but I mean, you, you know, it's two pretty big fa- or two one big favorite, two big, yeah, two big favorites, and one dog who's going to cover. And it's, it is your team, the Titans, that, that have beaten the Ravens a bunch. Um, my uh, my only concern is that I, I've given you B plus because the creativity is outstanding. Um, all right, Ryan, what's your bowl prediction? I already said it. We just talked about it. You didn't. Yeah, he gave it. it. You were looking. I'll grade yours too. I was looking at that stat. Titans over the Ravens. I'll grade it first since you were looking at the stat. I. I'm going to give it a B. As Ryan said himself, it is not that bold, but it's still a three and a half point underdog. The Titans would still have to beat them three straight times. And of course, this was also my bold prediction. So if I were to grade it low, that would make me look bad. So I am giving it a B. B still makes you look bad. Um, I'm going to give you a D because you stole it from Breach. (laughs) I'll take it. It's, It's passing. Whatever. I think a lot of people will pick the Titans to beat the Ravens. I think everybody feels burnt by do I, like no offense to you guys, but I went back and looked at both even the regular season game. I know you guys, not just you guys, but everyone at CBS Sports picked the Ravens last year in the playoff. So I thought maybe someone picked the Titans the regular season game. No, yeah. So everyone rode the Ravens train twice. I feel like a lot of people did that. A lot of people feel burnt, and I think it's probably picks will be like sixty forty if you look somewhere at Pick Watch. I think it'll be about sixty forty in favor of the Ravens. All right. Uh- my bold prediction for, you know what, uh, I'm going to combine mine for the overall postseason as well as the AFC because uh, I have uh, two bold predictions for the overall postseason. My AFC prediction is that the Colts take out the Bills, but then the Colts are going to take out the Chiefs. Jeez. That's right, baby. Colts to the AFC championship game through Buffalo and Kansas City. That is my, uh, so that's my AFC wildcard and AFC overall. Well, so if they if they knock out the one and the two, are you just going to take them all the way to the Super Bowl, or or you're not going to take them that far? Sure, yeah, I mean that's fine. My bowl predict. I like actually I like that a lot. My bowl. Who are they playing? I mean, give me yeah. Sure. My bowl prediction is that the Steelers beat the Colts in the AFC Championship game, and Philip Philip Rivers throws for. 400 no, yards. You, you don't be a troll. What is your real prediction? Ben Roethlisberger versus Philip Rivers, but Battle of 2004. Throws, yeah, that's right. Exactly. Now, my, my bowl prediction is that they'll meet in the – I'll give you that. I'll, I'll roll with your side. I was just going to go with some Steelers crazy stat because I actually didn't pick a bowl prediction yet. But sure. Steelers-Colts meet in the AFC Championship game, 2004, first-round quarterbacks, matchup, and the winner gets to go to the Hall of Fame, which means – And, and uh, but then I'm going to take a – I've got a one more bowl prediction for the playoffs that I was going to throw out. And then the winner I, – I do like uh, uh, Colts-Steelers AFC Championship game. The winner plays Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So that's a combined 115 or so years of quarterback. 235 years of quarterbacks out there. That would be right, fun. And Colts, Colts, uh, Steelers would be a fun week on the podcast because we have Ryan Steelers homer, Brinson, the Rivers homer, and me. I went to college with Ben. We're practically best yeah. friends. Uh, uh, I Breach, what's your bold prediction? My bold prediction for the overall playoffs is that the Seattle Seahawks get to the Super Bowl. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick them to win it, but I, the, the Super Bowl team out of the NFC, that's my bowl prediction. I like that one. Uh, so I'm doing this uh, fantasy. Uh, it's it's F, FPC. Wait, let me throw one thing real quick. If the Seahawks win, they cannot play Green Bay in the divisional round. So that's one of the – because Green Bay can't play the two or three seed. 
And because of that, I like the idea that they wouldn't have to play until the NFC title game or that Green, Green Bay could maybe lose in the divisional round. And then who knows who you play? play either Washington or Tampa. Unless the six or seven win. So, well, the Rams can't win because then my prediction would be wrong. So if the Bears win, they would play Washington, Tampa, or the Bears. Yeah. But they wouldn't play the Seahawks is the, is the whole point. Right. In the divisional round. But I, I, it was anyway, I'm in this fantasy football playoff championship thing and you have to take the way, the way you do the rosters is crazy. You have to, you have 12 total players, right? You can only pick one player from each team. And so you have to figure out, like, do you want to have, like, who do you want your quarterback to be? You know, do you want it to be Russell Wilson? Do you, or you, and like you, and you get double the points in the, in the Super Bowl for each, for each game. Do you, you make the picks now and you can't repick whatever you pick happens. Them before happens. the Super Bowl, there's 6,000 people in the contest. Winner gets 500 grand. Oh, oh, I thought you meant you picked them now and you just, whatever guys you have throughout the Super Bowl, that's who you have. So you only, if you only have two players left in the Super Bowl, that's who you yeah. gotta roll with. Yeah. So like, if you don't get the, if you don't, yeah, if you don't get good, you know, if, if, if you pick Kamara, and the Saints lose to the Bears. That's it. You get one game's worth of Kamara points. That's right. Yeah. And if you don't, yeah, if you know, pick so no you Bears. Bill, you took Bill Rivers is what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm thinking about taking Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. Now that makes a lot more sense. Cause what, nobody's going to be on Russ. And like he can easily go nuclear. I'm Everybody's going to have DK Metcalf. You should be on Russ like Breach was on Russ last year at the Super Bowl when he wouldn't let us ask Russ any questions because he was too busy asking Russ about baby questions. You yeah. know what? And Russ was highly interested in my baby questions. He's like, that's, he like, that's how you make friends, Ryan. That's how you make friends. You. He was highly interested in getting a restraining order against you because you already knew that his wife was pregnant. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's what like, it was. How'd you know that? Like, you posted on Instagram. He's like, I didn't post anything. Maybe that was my girl. Um, oh, uh, let's grade those predictions really quickly. What do you think? All right. Yours was really good. I, that was the best prediction. That might have been the highlight of your 2020 season, by the way, that last prediction. Do I need to write an article about all these predictions? Probably should, right? Yeah, probably before the playoffs start, but that's we'll see if that happens. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Breach? You want to give mine a grade? We'll just give. What's, what's Breach's? Oh, Seahawks. I like Seahawks. I'll give you a. Uh, I'm going to give you another B plus. Breach three B pluses. That's like at least one A minus combined. I'll give you. Um, a, I'll give you a C minus on that, just because I don't like you. I'm giving Brenton a B plus, and <laughs> uh, I'm giving Wilson. You know what, Steelers, Colts. You're picking a three seed to get to Super Bowl, like. That's this is a homer pick. I'm giving it an F. <laughs> it's a 38 year old versus a 38 year old. It's a homer pick. This is like me picking the Bengals to get the Super Bowl. They're not even in the playoffs. That's what you just did. You said they were going to win seven games. The Bengals. <laughs> Ooh, what if we get? What if we get? What if the final four is? I kind of like this idea. What if it's Colts, Steelers, Bucks, pa- uh, Packers? Yeah, that, and it's just and it like all we're talking about all week. Is how the old you know, the old guard is is hold, holding serve, and all the old folks are taking care of business. Be, be, be fun. There's an older quarterback in the NFC than Aaron Rodgers. Brenton. Josh McCown. That Drew Brees. Wow. Oh, could Brees do? Yeah, that's fine. Could be Brady Brees. Yeah. So you got. I mean, Brady Brees. I'm pretty Brady. sure the the five oldest quarterbacks in the NFL. So the fact that they all made the playoffs is pretty insane. It is pretty insane. And Russell Wilson is no spring chicken. All right, I don't want to pull, pull a Kenny White just hang up. So let's go. No, that's fine. All right, that's it. That's the show. Bowl predictions. Make sure and check out the playoff picks coming tomorrow. And then we'll be live on Twitch at noon Eastern before the playoff games. And we'll do this recording afterwards. For Ryan and John, I'm Will. See you guys later. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. 
How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions, and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.